Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Put Me Your Podcast, episode 53. I'm your host, Andrew Gomez, a.k.a. The Mez. We're running a two-man booth this week, uh, so I would be Jerry the King Lawler. Dick would be JR in this situation. Actually, I was thinking the two-man power trip. Oh, even better, dude. So who would you be? I'd so, be Triple H. Yeah, I think. Because I, yeah. Only, only because I, I like doing the pedigree, and you can, you're better off doing the stunner. I and think. I drink a lot of beer. And you drink a lot of beer. Yeah. yeah. Which you will hear later on in the show. Uh, but I didn't give him the proper introduction he deserves. But also joining me today on a very special WrestleMania Fallout Boy trip, we have the 10th wonder of the world himself, Dickalicious Richard Garcia. What is going on, everybody? It's It's party time. It's time to party. And uh, we had a we had a long weekend wrestling last week. Jesus Christ, dude! Uh, I like literally like not just not just the amount of days of wrestling material that was going on. Just WrestleMania Sunday in itself was seven plus hours or so. Like, what time did you start watching the show? I started at at the pre-show, like the pre-pre-show, um, just because I was getting ready every, every every I was getting everything ready here at the yeah. house. Um, buying food, you know, cleaning the house, getting things ready for people to show up. Hey, just out of curiosity, please tell me you had like a um, like a ape, like a, a rest, like a wrestling apron on, like like a ho- like a Hulkster apron, or even better, like uh, a DX apron. Yeah, I had a I had a DX apron on uh, that said "Suck it, suck the cook." Yes, yeah, suck the cook. I'm not gonna lie, like that is like if if I were to wear an apron, that's one apron I want to wear for like a barbecue, <laughs> dude. Why hasn't WWE made those aprons? I don't know, dude. Like they have, they can print so much money on. on I would cool buy shit. the shit out of that, dude. I would. They just put out a new cookbook too. There you go. Market, dude. Just GX, cross market it. Cross you know. market it. There you go. <laughs> you got the apron. You got the cookbook. You're gonna need a. You're gonna need an apron if you're gonna be cooking the stuff from the cookbook. Boom. Problem solved. Hit us up, WWE. We got a lot of good ideas. We're, yes. yes. You know who did. else has got a lot of good ideas? Who does? Our wonderful, beautiful sponsors, LapelYeah.com. If you've seen a wrestling pin on the market, these guys have probably made it. Go to lapelyad.com for all the hottest and latest and newest and bestest and greatest things uh, wrestling related that you're going to find on the market. They got pins. They got stickers. They got t-shirts. They got hoodies. They have a lot of stuff that you're not going to find anywhere but lapelyad.com. And while you're at it, use our promo code PUTMEOVER. And in turn, that website will put you over and give you 20% off your entire order Go today. They sell out of a lot of things. Um, I actually, um, in, the, in the market, they had so much stuff at WrestleMania. Uh, they, I think they ran like 12 shows. They um, were hustling all weekend. I mean, not not just them. I mean, especially them, but also like other other vendors as well. I mean, it was like its own micro universe, dude. Yeah. Um, if we can, I want to get I want to get um, I want to get Jonathan back on the show and have him tell us his stories. Oh yeah, that that would be epic. Um, did you know that your boy right here? Designed the final WrestleCrate USA T-shirt. I did not. Uh, yeah, the, the WrestleCrate uh, for I think it's March, or f- yeah, for the March crate is gonna be the last one for for them. It's already out, and if you look inside your WrestleCrate, you were treated to a Macho Madness shirt. That, that is said awesome. Marking out instead of madness. Dude, I've got to see it because I I have to check it out. Yeah, I designed it and uh, they put it out, so that was pretty cool to be a part of that. And you know, just want to give a big shout out to Jonathan and you know all the people that down there that you know put in so much work and effort and 
you know, have a lot of great ideas and they're really great people. And, down and there. They, they, they work their asses off. They, they, these guys are, I know Jonathan especially, he doesn't sleep at all. He's working 24-7. Oh, yeah, and still manages to have a social life. I don't know how he does it. I don't it. know how he does it either. What's your secret? I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't even work that much, and I am not that productive in the day. That's kind, that's kind of a slight on myself. Mm, don't sell yourself short there, bud. <laughs> it's all good. I, I have a big problem selling myself short. Yeah. Uh, but you know one thing that we do work hard at this show, and this show is jam packed with such reviews. I don't know with such uh, with with so much stuff to we talk. We got a about. lot of shit to talk about today. Well, I'm gonna edit all that other part out. You know, uh, this show is jam packed with a lot of stuff that happened last week, uh, the last weekend, this week in wrestling. There's so much stuff that's been happening. A lot of news. With that being said, let's get into some dicks dirty news. What? Go ahead and take it away, Dick. Well, we got a lot, like we got a lot of stuff to talk about. There's a fallout from uh, WrestleMania and also the events that happened during uh, WrestleMania weekend, um, injuries-wise. Uh, we, we hear about Daniel Bryan and um, AJ Styles are um, on the shelf at the moment, um, along with Rey Mysterio and now confirmed Big E. Wow, that's so, so SmackDown's getting hit pretty hard right now. That's that's SmackDown's some three or four SmackDown's top guys. Um, New Day obviously part of of, um, of New Day, and that's a huge that's a huge loss for all of them right there. That's that's gonna be a challenge going forward, especially when you saw Big E doing the splits on Raw and SmackDown, um, which looked oh, amazing. Man, I, I love Big E. The fact that he did it. M- not only on Sma- on Raw, but also on SmackDown back to back with the torn meniscus. Yeah, dude. I mean, I I really can't be complaining, dude. I like if I'm ever in pain, I will I will use Biggie doing the splits with the torn meniscus as my inspiration. Yeah. Um. So I mean, it's not like a crazy surgery. It's just a torn meniscus. It's not like an ACL tear. But he's gonna be out for about six weeks, which sucks for him. That's probably like right now. He's probably like he's white hot right now. Like, well, the new day in general. The new day in general are yeah. white hot. So. But I mean, he won't be in the ring per se, but he could still be involved with a lot of the skits and a lot of the promos. So it's it's a loss, but not a total loss. I think that's what uh, Cody was dealing with too, um, which is why he's going to be ready for for double or nothing because he had the surgery and you know just kind of has to rehab it a little bit. Absolutely. And uh, and and we're going to get into um, Raw and SmackDown as well, where, where our thoughts are on the post WrestleMania shows. Um, but this is interesting, though. Rest, uh, Raw after WrestleMania had one of the lowest ratings, really in a lo- really in a long, long time. But I, I'm not sure what AJ Styles or Daniel Bryan's injuries are. Uh, but that explains why they bo- both of them weren't on SmackDown this right. week, right? Or, or Raw for that matter. Yeah, Raw. Well, because now they're just doing whatever they want to do uh, there, as far as brand split goes. There is no brand split at the moment. It just seems like. It, we we kind of knew this was going to happen to tell you the truth. Like I I had a feeling this was going to happen, especially now that they they we got closer to WrestleMania and they were um like merging like not really merging but like playing both Raw and SmackDown, uh, especially with with the women with the, with the titles on the line. They're just like tweening in between um the the, the brands. It, it doesn't matter anymore. Well, I, we're going to get a lot of answers come the shakeup next week. Right. I think maybe that's why they're doing this uh, to kind of promote. You know, people can end up anywhere, uh, which is a smart move. But um, 
you know, after Mania didn't really feel that special because of it. Right. And it, and it goes against the whole idea of what a brand split is to begin with. You don't like like it's it's like it's it's how can I describe it? Like what would be an, an analogy to it? Um, it's kind of like where you don't see um, NCAA players right before the draft play on these NBA teams or like <laughs> these pro these pro teams yeah. right before they get drafted just to kind of test it out and then do the split at, and then they do the draft afterwards and then they go back to how it was. They don't do anything like that. Like they keep them separate. Well, I mean, this is professional wrestling it we're is talking about. Pro- pro- and, and but I, I get your sentiment sentiment for sure. Um, Raw actually had a really bad rating. Uh, this is the worst rating they've done since 2014. Point in 2.9 million viewers, which is a 25% drop off from um, last year's that pulled in uh, 3.9 million viewers. And you go back to 2015 where it's it did about half of what that year's Raw was. The Raw was after WrestleMania. when 5.1 million. Yeah, and we were at that Raw in San Jose. And I could tell you, from what I remembered, it was electric. It was jam-packed. Um, it was... Definitely one of the better. It was. I want to say it was the best Raw after WrestleMania. I mean, I'm being a little biased, obviously, because we were there, so I did have a little bit of bias. But it just seemed like that the Raw after WrestleMania is becoming less and less special as the years go on. Yeah, I mean, I I even went to WrestleMania 32, and that was that was a great show as well. The crowd was really hyped, but I feel like with this week's with this week's Raw after WrestleMania, I feel like they gave us everything as far as like call ups. And like surprises they they could have saved, they gave it all to us like in February, you know. They did, and um, that that was more that was more desperation. They were, uh, they were definitely desperate. They were trying to like, um, they were trying to hit a number. They're trying to pull a pull a pull a, pull a big number, and in in long term it didn't work out because now we know who's going to be av- well for the most part we have an idea of who's going to be available or rather who's going to be part of the draft um i think both episodes this week kind of gives a hint as far as who's going where yeah i mean we could still see some nxt call-ups um you know the bruiserweight might be on his way up to 205 live right um so we'll see what's going on there um but you know even smackdown smackdown did a little bit better they pulled a 2.19 compared to 2.14 um, so they really didn't lose too much because SmackDown's the better show, I think, we realize at this point. Yes. Uh, I mean, uh, just for the sole reason that it's two hours long instead of three hours. Um, but even then, though, like you you can you can reduce Raw to two hours. You could d- give Raw's two best hours against SmackDown's two hours and I'll still go with SmackDown's two hours. Oh, this is something like um, I, I wanted to, t- to, to talk to you about. Um the there was apparently a pretty bad fallout between um, the New Jersey uh, Transit and WWE as far as everyone trying to get out of the arena. Did you hear about that? No. Like yeah, apparently like they um they uh, WWE had told uh, the the New Jersey Transit people that after twelve thirty that's when the show ends, and well the show ended at twelve thirty, and they didn't let the Transit Authority know what was going on. So a lot of people were still stuck at the arena. They were trying to get out. And a lot of people were calling Ubers and Lyfts to get out of the uh, to get out of the area. P- apparently, it took people a couple hours to get out of there. Oh my god! So it was pretty. It was pretty nasty. Like, 
Wasn't it raining Sunday night too? I think it was raining toward the end, I want to say. Um, for those that were there, can you uh, let us know as far as how the weather was, especially after the show? Um, and also if you give, give us your thoughts too as far as um, you, wh- how, the, um, how the show ended and how did you guys get home? Um, I want to hear you guys' story on that. Yeah, and you know we're gonna we have we actually the night of WrestleMania we recorded a immediately after WrestleMania we set up we set up the podcasting equipment and we recorded a live you know immediate reactions to WrestleMania. Yeah, we did an impromptu show. Um, I was a little drunk on that one, so uh, excuse me for that. But I think it's I think it's okay. Um, You're just more charismatic. <laughs> yeah, maybe I don't know, uh, but definitely stay tuned after we're done with you know the big takeaways this week. We have about forty minutes of that uh, for you guys this week, so definitely stay in tuned for that. Um, but let's, I guess, I don't know, I don't know, really know other news that's really happening. I know Sasha Banks is unhappy. Um, she's apparently th- threatening to quit, um, and. She's another person on the list that um, that are unhappy with w- their placement in the company. Um, you got her. You got the revival. You got. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure missing others off the top of my head, but those really those three stand out to me the most as far as being dissatisfied with where they're at in the company. Well, you you remember when they won the women's tag titles? It was a big deal, and they went out and they said, "We're going to defend them on SmackDown. We're going to defend them on Raw. We're going to defect defend them on NXT," and they didn't even get a chance to do that. No, I mean they barely defended the belts on SmackDown. They didn't even they, once they, they probably went to NXT. They went to NXT once, and that was it. Um, and that was just to throw down the challenge. That, that was it. So to take the belts off of them that fast to a team that really I can't stand. I they're hot, but other than that, um, I I can't stand the Iconics. Um, they got you, brother. Well, yeah, th- they got they got me for sure. Um, but they just. I don't think they're that great in in the ring. No, they're not. Um, their their voices are so shrill. I I know it's a heel move to to be like that and just be annoying, um, but it's like making me fast forward annoying, where I don't I don't even care. Yeah, I mean it's um it's it's not the good kind of heat, but uh, you know what though, it, what though? it is what it is. What what though what though what though? I like saying that whenever someone says you yeah, know it, what it's though? a natural reaction. What though? What like what? Call them out. Uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, she had a ca- she was supposed to be on the Wendy Williams show and she canceled. Um, the night of WrestleMania, she wrote this long letter about being underappreciated and then put hashtag if you only knew. Uh, Beth Phoenix actually went and retweeted a picture of her and Natalia with the hashtag if you only knew. So that leads me to believe that there's some kind of backstage heat going on before like maybe that match maybe creative wanted to put the belts on the iconics and everyone probably was like why and they're like because we want to um if we only knew you know right and i mean in, in that in that situation can you really be mad at the iconics for that like no take your spot for sure yeah, if they want to give it like, to you hey like sorry it but is it is like dude it, i'm sorry dude like i'm not the one that they they picked us. They wanted to they want to go this way. We had nothing to do with it, you know. It's just, I mean, I I I I kind of get their frustration. I especially get Sasha's frustration because she's, I think she's been getting the short end of the stick ever since she came up to the main roster. Her and Bailey, both. her her and Bailey, they, they both they both been um they they both have been treated well, especially Bailey. They 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 totally completely botched Bailey's character, and it could have been the easiest thing they've ever done, and. 
this is where, where I say like less is more approach. You don't need to overdo anything. Bailey's simple. Just have her be a typical good, good, good hero, like a, like a good, strong female hero. That's all Dude, they need to do. Yeah, that's it. And I think it's a bad look for the women's tag division already to be playing hot potato with these belts already. There's already been two champions crowned. And the belts were and they were inaugurated back in February, right? Yeah, um, and they've only been defended once. I don't think it's a good look for the belts. No, in general. absolutely not. Uh, but you know, we'll see. We'll see where that goes. Um, what other news was there? The apparently Vince got mad and fired a writer that was writing for Bret Hart's induction speech. Apparently, there's a lot of falling out going on. Um, that one was weird because I don't understand why Bret. Why, why that writer got fired for Brett mentioning Vince during his speech, but when DX kept mentioning Vince on in on theirs, nothing happened. Well, that was a rib at that point. At, at that point, I'm guessing Vince was already pissed off, and you know they they just pushed the button, and they were just ribbing Vince about it. Maybe they didn't think it was going to be that serious, but that night, the writer it was more of the the writer who uh, was a he was he's been with the company. I forget his name, but he's been with the company since 2016. Wrestled in Chikara, Um and he just went on Twitter and wrote, "I quit WWE." So maybe it was like a "You can't fire me, I quit" kind of deal, right? Um, but you know. Why give him that satisfaction, you know? But it, it just it, it just goes to show how petty like Vince can be and just how like just how childish how how childish is that, dude? You don't want your name mentioned and you're going to fire the person for writing the speech. And he's just saying he's literally just thanking Vince for yeah. the opportunity to be the hitman, you know, and have the the Hart Foundation be booked the way they were. Um, I don't, I don't get that. At how all. how many, how many Hall of Fame speeches involved those who going in thanking Vince? It, everyone it, should be it's thanking almost Vince. Everyone, everyone has, should be thanking yeah. Vince. And yet, for whatever reason, Vince decided, to, Vince decided to throw a fit and fire the writer for just having Brett mention his name. That, that's just, that's ridiculous. Like that is, that is probably like one of the most childish things Vince has ever done. And Vince has done a lot of childish things. He's a child. I mean, he really is. He's <laughs> he a really child is. trapped in an old man's body. He likes poop and fart jokes and knockers. Knockers. He probably calls them knockers. <laughs> he probably still calls uh, blonde women bimbos. Oh yeah, he still has a preference for them for sure. <laughs> um, apparently, Randy Orton went on Instagram and apologized because people couldn't see shit during their match. I was wondering what was up with that with the lighting on the pay per view because it was it was pretty li- it was pretty bright and. Basically blinded the crowd during that whole match. Yeah, dude. And you know what, though? That's very un-Randy Orton of him to apologize. But kudos for him for apologizing. And you know what? Stepping up and saying, you know what? We fucked up. And I'm sorry you guys didn't get a chance to enjoy the match. Especially his match. Because I'm sure like he probably felt like he probably felt offended that he, that happened during his match. Well, yeah, people were chanting, and turn the light off instead of watching the match. Yeah, and that took a lot away from the match. And, Which um, wasn't that great. Anyways. It wasn't. It wasn't that great. But maybe if it maybe for for that it could have helped a little bit and maybe made, made the match a little bit more enjoyable. I think that's probably why I didn't enjoy it as much either because I right. knew the crowd wasn't into it. And if the crowd's not into it, uh, you as a fan watching at home, you're you're not going to be as best as invested to watch it. 
they do that shit all the time, especially, you know, when they have to build a scaffold above the ring, um, which, you know, when they're in these big football stadiums, they have to. And um, people get obstructed views um, because there's a giant um, scaffold right, right in front of them. Um, and then that did happen this year as well, right? Oh, it happens every year. It happens every year, too. It has to because they have to set the lights up above the uh they're not in an arena where they can hang things down. Yeah. Um, they have to build from the ground up. So that sucks. I would hate to spend th- that kind of money um, on a WrestleMania ticket and then not be able to see anything because I'm looking at the corner uh, the whole time. Um, that was another thing that I heard was Ronda Rousey actually broke her hand during the main event. I've I, heard about that, too. I don't know if it's confirmed, uh, but that's another reason why maybe Ronda wasn't on her A game that night. Uh, but we'll see. Um, another big piece of news: Tanahashi signed NXT and is already debuted on NXT. Kushida, Kushida. My bad, my bad. Um, I was just reading the notes here. Um, Kushida, the Time Splitter, signed. They announced his signing and is already debuted on NXT. Uh, that's huge. That is. That's a big. That's a good come up for uh, for NXT. And um, I'm I'm interested to see because. They're, he's still keeping the time splitter gimmicks. So I hope so. Um, I would love to see what they're gonna do as far as um, if he if he's there next seat next year, uh, take over for WrestleMania weekend. What his entrance would be. I hope it's gonna be fucking amazing. I have a, I, even better is that they bring back uh, Taguchi as as Doc Brown. If they do that, I'm set, dude. That would be awesome. I don't know if they will though. I I doubt it, but that would be pretty cool if they did though. Yeah, absolutely. Like a, a Japanese Doc Brown would be fucking hilarious. I guess we can get a Raw SmackDown from here. I don't really have that much more news. Yeah, it's mainly mainly injuries injuries from from this past WrestleMania. It seems like like injury bug is happening again, dude. Yeah, I mean they they escaped it a couple years ago, and uh, it's it's back. What you know they're working these guys that hard. Back with a vengeance. You know what 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 I knew was gonna happen that didn't happen. I knew you want to know what didn't happen that I knew wasn't gonna happen, but it was a good idea. What uh, the John Oliver thing. I didn't really hear any kind of uh, like out outrage or anything like that. I saw one Oliver three sixteen sign. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, you really think a chant in an open air arena is going to work, dude? No, no, it's not. It's 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 all going to go up. So even if they were able to muster the chants, um, for those you know, if you're watching at home when you when you're watching a a big event, open open air event. You can't really hear the chants as well as you would in an arena setting. Now, had John Oliver said, you know what? Do it the Raw after WrestleMania? That's a different story. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if, 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 if John Oliver is smartening up, he should have said the Raw after WrestleMania wouldn't do it because that's where the fans are at the most predictable. That's when you get, like, the hardcore, hardcore. And for those that, if they really do care about the whole, um, the whole um, employee, independent contractor situation, then you express their frustrations out on them, like at that at that moment, because man, anything could happen at that um, raw after WrestleMania. Yeah, um, which we'll get into right now was a bit of a letdown. In hi- yeah, in hindsight, it was not it was not one of the best raw after WrestleManias. In fact, it was very lackluster. It 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 started off hot. You had yes. the new Universal Champion come out, and then have the new. WWE champion interrupt him and come out and they announced which was crazy and they worked me brother um, a champion versus champion winner take all match 
They were playing. They're playing off the um the main event of WrestleMania. I was like, "There's no way you're gonna make Kofi drop this belt the next day, are you?" I, you know what? The the I didn't I didn't believe it. I didn't buy it because you just had a feeling that there was gonna be some kind of shenanigans. When it comes to stuff like that, like WWE, they they won't they won't pull the trigger all the way through. Um, especially especially they they don't want to unify the belts like if they were going to make an undisputed champion they're going to they're going to promote it in a pay-per-view maybe at a b at a, at a b show <laughs> for a b plus player like kofi yeah uh money in the bank is next it could happen there it is one month away um let's get into what happened with baron corbin he's got that he's got that heat heat wwe better know what they're doing with this because they better have some serious plans for Baron Corbin if they have you know they'll drop you know they don't put him over. You know they, they don't. don't, dude. And uh, he came out to chance of shut the fuck up. Yeah. Go away. Go away. He got the Roman Reigns treatment after he, he beat did. the Undertaker for sure. He he did. Um he's you know bragging about it. Kurt Angle comes out and puts him in the ankle lock. Everybody's celebrating. Kurt gets to go do the you suck one more time, and we get a debuting Lars Sullivan come out and pretty much destroy Kurt Angle. Not only did it nullify Baron's win at WrestleMania. <laughs> yep. It I mean, it, it also brought Lars Sullivan in there and debut him against a retired Kurt Angle. And I mean, that's one way to get Lars Sullivan over, but I felt like there could have been better ways to use Lars in that situation. If you're going to do this, you might as well have put Lars against Kurt Angle at WrestleMania. Right? I- have him, yeah. Have the new guy retire. The, have him retire it. Anyone against Kurt Angle, besides Baron Corbin, anyone would have been a better opponent. Even even um, Lars Sullivan would have been a much better, much 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 better opponent than. There would have been Baron. more drama to it. There would have been more excitement about it because we haven't seen Lars Sullivan on the main roster. They could have easily put you know Kurt Angle, like a maybe like a David versus Goliath. Like this is my last match, and you know what? I want to take on the 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 newest beast that's coming out of nxt lars sullivan to show you guys because i haven't been doing my best here in my last couple appearances to show the wwe universe that i can still go and boom there it is but instead they they have him go out to this applebee's waiter and you know the match was not great um it was a really fast match. it was lackluster and you know it is what it is I but guess. I'm, I'm but i'm glad that match was short because i did not want to see a 10 minute uh baron corbin kurt angle match Thank God they didn't do that. I mean, we said it already, but that Kurt Angle should have had this retirement match like three years ago, four yes. years ago. Um, after that, we had uh, Bailey versus Alexa Bliss, and this is another thing going back to the Sasha Banks story. Uh, it was supposed to be Sasha versus Alexa. I know that I know there's been heat between uh, Sasha and uh, Alexa for years, and I for years, and I was hoping they would play into that and kind of. Um, kind of gives an idea of why there's been heat. Um, but it's interesting that Sasha did not show up. She did not show up to help out Bailey. So, yeah, maybe there is something. T- there is definitely something to Sasha's um, unhappiness within her, um, within the role of, of the company. Um, and Bailey and uh, Alexa winning, it was a nothing match. I, I didn't really care much for it. I was well, It was a squash, which was is squash, even crazier. Yeah. This is your former women's tag team champion getting squashed by Alexa Bliss, who hasn't had a match in a long time. I mean, I guess it's a good way to get Alexa Bliss back on the radar. Uh, but 
I I didn't care for this either. Yeah, but you're sacrificing uh you're sacrificing one of your top stars for that. Yeah. Um, I don't even want to say top stars anymore because I I don't think Bailey's a top star. No, not I I wouldn't put her in the top top tier anymore. Um, with, not, how, with how they treated her, no, I, I wouldn't put her in that category either. Um, after that, we had Becky Lynch come out and celebrate a little bit, um, only to be interrupted by Lacey Evans, who finally makes something happen on on one of her entrances and punches Becky right in the face. What's her finishing move called? The woman's right. The woman's right. <laughs> so she gives the man the woman's right. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, gets fucked up for it. But at the same time, um, you know, Lacey Evans going for the new double champion. Um, I like I, I probably said it. I don't remember anymore. But Lacey Evans should have been in that uh, women's battle royal. I, that would one hundred. That would have been the perfect spot for her to debut, especially if you've already teased her coming in and out of the ring for um really since february they should have just had yeah that's what i was that's why i was hoping she was going to win the royal um, the, the, the women's battle royal but instead having her attack uh becky right after wrestlemania leading to a potential program with those two um we'll see what happens um they vince is very highly he thinks very highly of um of oh lacey this, evans uh, yeah lacey yes. evans he thinks very highly of her. Uh, she's blonde. She's blonde. She's tall. tall. She's a former Marine. She's a, yeah. Or she's a former veteran. Um, Vince definitely has a type, for sure. He does. <laughs> um, after that, we had uh, Dean Ambrose's final appearance. Um, there's kind of a lot that happened, but it's not really... These were all pretty quick segments. Um, he, they were going to have a match, him and Bobby Lashley, and Bobby Lashley just destroys him. Um, so he does the honors on the way out. He's been doing a really, he's, yeah. He's he's been he's been doing that for, um, for a while now, um, and you know Dean's doing the right thing because why would you want to have him win all of his matches when he's going out? And it's also the complimentary thing to do is if you're leaving a territory, you put the other person over. Yeah. Um. Now will it work? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think it worked against. I think it worked with McIntyre, and Drew's ready to be a main event. He's he's ready to go. Uh, Bobby Lashley. Uh, I mean. I don't know. I've, I've kind of get up in the whole Bobby Lashley experiment. It's just I wanted to love it. I want to love it, but they just they they haven't they they haven't really given this guy any chance. They they fucked him up from the beginning. Yeah, uh, when they had him talk about his sisters and uh, it's just really weird. Uh, speaking of really weird, Sami Zayn is back, ladies and gentlemen. Not only is he back, but I feel like he botched his entrance. Did you see when he came out? Yeah, and I liked how he like uh, he played it he off. Played it off right after, so that was a nice save on his part. Um, but I knew something was up with him. He looked like he didn't want to be there. Did you? Yeah, you, you, I didn't buy anything he said uh, during uh, during his initial promo. It, it just seemed like okay, something's up, dude. Like, and I and everyone kind of knew that that this is like he's being do- he's being disingenuous. And lo and behold, I mean, he had his match with Finn Balor. He came out. Finn Balor um, beat him. It, I, I, I mean, beat him pretty clean. I like, wouldn't. I wouldn't have put Sami Zayn in that situation to lose already, though. Yeah, but um, I kind of understand why they did that because after the match, like he was, yeah. he was sulking. He was, um, he was, he was, he was very, he was, he was in a self pity situation. And that's when he dropped the bomb on everyone else and just told everyone kind of just fuck off. Like you guys, this is a pipe bomb. This is a pipe bomb. A For very, sure. Uh, I felt offended because I host a podcast and he was talking shit about people that people host like podcasts. Us. He was talking exactly to us. 
Um, he pretty much dropped the pipe bombs and finished it all with see you in hell and dropped the mic. And I, I liked it. I, I, I liked the pipe bomb. And um, Me ho- too. hopefully let's see what they do with with this Sami Zayn. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see where they're going to go with it. And hopefully it's not just the pipe bomb. And then he's going back to his old ways. You know what I mean? I, he looks a little thick. And yeah, I'm sure. Vince isn't happy about that. Are like not in a good way, not a good thick. But he's definitely a little heavier than when he was uh, last time we saw him. Yeah, I mean he's been out of the ring for ten months, so he's not going to look how he looked a year ago because he doesn't. He doesn't have the he doesn't have the cardio or the conditioning for that. Especially when you have double shoulder surgery, I'm, I'm assuming you can't do much. You can't do shit. Like your shoulders, you don't you don't realize how m- much you work like especially when you're working out. How much you really rely on your shoulders? It really rely on your body in general. So if anything is not working, you can't go 100. percent I mean, maybe even even running. Running's gonna hurt, dude. Because yeah, when you're when you're jogging, your whole body's moving. So if you're having shoulder surgery and you're and you're coming out of it, it's gonna you're gonna feel the pain. You're all you can do is walk. All you can do yeah, is pretty much walk. That's all you can really do. Um, because you know when you when you run when you jog, your arms sway side to side. Um, I mean, look at me. I fucked up my arm. In August, and I still haven't been able to go to the gym. Look at Sami Zayn; he fucked up his arm, waving his arm in the air when <laughs> yeah. he when he debuted um, a couple years ago. On, yeah. on on the main roster, he really does have weak shoulders, though. Yeah, maybe he probably does. He Call probably. me out on that, Sammy. <laughs> uh, speaking of calling out people, uh, Elias gets interrupted again, and he says the next person that interrupts me is a dead man. And sure enough, right on cue, you hear the gong. Undertaker comes out. I did they not want to pay him WrestleMania money? Is that what happened? They probably had no plans for Taker. They're like, um, why don't you just come out on Raw better? Which which is fine. I mean, I'd I'd rather have him do that and make an appearance on Raw instead of trying to um, find a match for him at WrestleMania. Imagine if Undertaker actually wrestled and how like that would be an additional 20 minutes right there. I think we're done with WrestleMania Undertaker. I feel I like hope so. Just come out, do the entrance, get, maybe give me a tombstone and call it a day. Um and I think he should shave his head again. I yeah, like cuz I uh, the longer Taker doesn't doesn't work for me anymore. I liked I, I actually liked Mohawk Taker. I was a yeah, big fan the, of Mohawk Taker. Was that 28? That was 20 the Hell in a Cell match, right? The Hell in a Cell match, and I think it was with CM Punk as well, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, that era. Like, I like that Taker. How he looked, dude. Like, yeah, he looked dope. He he looked like a fucking dope. He looked like a fucking demon, and I think that's he should have just kept that look. I don't know why he went back to the uh to the old look to the old long hair look. Yeah. Um. So let's get to the main event of the night. The thing that everyone kind of shit on, and we got shit on because all night they're promoting Kofi versus Seth for. Both belts. Both belts. Someone's going to leave with both belts. Right. And they hyped it up all mat- all night trying to get people excited about it. And the match is going on. It's going great. Only for, randomly, the bar to come out, interrupt the match, and we get a no contest to this match. I thought this was awful. They could have done so many other things with this match. I mean... Well, I mean, obviously they couldn't. They shouldn't have done the match to begin with if they were going to deliver. But yeah. if you were going to do the match and you're going to tease the audience, why don't you have players that are involved with both, either one or both titles? Yeah, you like could, why have the bar come out? You could have had Drew McIntyre come out. You could have Drew McIntyre destroy both of them. You know how you know how over you would have got Drew McIntyre. You know how much of a threat he would have been. Oh, ex- he he just took out the world and Universal Champion. Oh my God! But instead. 
you get you can end raw even if even if it's like not a good note you know when you have the heel going over on something like that yeah but when you have someone that's dominant it's pissed off that he just lost to roman reigns the night before come out and show the world that he is dominant and he can take out both world champs uh by himself that would be a dope image to look at him maybe have him hold up both the belts that's what i was thinking and now we get to go that way you know have him, have him be on top of both guys with both belts. Let, that would have been awesome. That, that was a psycho. That that's that's what a psychopath would do. That's what a Scottish psychopath would do. <laughs> and that that would be a great way to show this is where we're going. And I don't think the crowd would have shit on it that much. No. Um, but instead, you randomly have Sheamus and Cesaro go out there and you know interrupt what was going. What was a great match. And. Leading up to that, and then going into into SmackDown, because that's going to play into um into SmackDown as well, and we kind of got an idea as far as why they got involved. Um, they did open up. Um, speaking of SmackDown, they did open up with New Day coming out and and actually having their celebration of um of Kofi celebration and winning the WWE title, and I thought that was a really that was a really heartfelt cer- um ceremony. Oh, absolutely. I, I you got you got to love Biggie. <laughs> Biggie Big, is the best. Dude. Biggie doing splits back to back. Um, with the torn meniscus, God, man. Not only that, I forgot to say that on Raw, I love watching the New Day rock out to Seth Rollins' music. Yes, it's the best thing. Biggie rocking out to Seth Rollins' theme is amazing. <laughs> watching Xavier play the trombone like a guitar. God, I hope there's a gif. I hope there's a gif of Biggie playing the guitar. Please, please, internet, come up with that. Yeah, um, New Day is just great. Um, but yes, so oh, yeah. dur- during the celebration, um, we do see that um, Seamus and Sorrow do come out and they do interfere and they issue a challenge, issue a, a six-man tag match. And this is where Biggie calls him out and says, well, wait a minute, you don't have a third partner. And turns out that third partner happens to be Drew McIntyre. What a waste of, t- of time on that main event to do this. Yeah, you lead, you lead up to SmackDown's main event basically um, and there, there could have been some so many better ways to do that instead, but you know what? They went ahead and did that, and now and this is what this is what they came up with. And um, if the and the fans obviously don't like it, but they don't care. They they did it. This is what it is. Yeah. Um. After that, the show goes on. The next thing, you know, Samoa Joe is the best. He's a beast. He comes out and is gloating about how he just dispatched Rey Mysterio, only to have Braun Strowman, I think, for the first time ever, come out on SmackDown. I don't remember, like, as far as, I don't think he, well, I'm sure he showed up on SmackDown. Maybe with the Wyatts? With the Wyatt family, yeah. But as far as him as a, as a single, as a singles guy, and this has to be, like, the, the first time, aside from maybe the the, the lead-up to the Survivor Series, because remember the past couple of years, he was on the Survivor Series teams. That's true, yes. So, um, aside from that, yeah, I mean, him showing up on SmackDown is, it was kind of a big deal, but, um. I felt like with with Drew and with Kofi and a lot of these guys that were supposed to be brand exclusive, they should have waited till next week to do that. Yeah, I mean, they're trying to build up this superstar shakeup. I feel like they were just trolling this WrestleMania uh, Raw crowd, both the the WrestleMania weekend crowd, right? Um, and they're actually going to give us all the surprises and things that they normally do on the Raw and SmackDown after WrestleMania. They're going to give it to them the week later. Uh, if that's the case, they they got to deliver. 
Well, because I'm sure they're tired of the fans hijacking these shows. So fuck them. Let's shit on them this this night. And there, we'll there's get a reason why. I mean, there are fans out there that would hijack the show for the sake of getting themselves over. But they're also at the same time, you got fans who are just legitimately like they're just frustrated with with with, with the way the creative um, process is going. Like, I mean, yeah, it it it, it may, on their hand, they're probably thinking, well, it, they're acting like they're acting like they're acting like kids because they're not getting everything they want. And but at the same time, though, it needs to make sense. Like, and the stuff that they're doing doesn't make sense. What we want is good storytelling. That's we're not asking for you know. The indie darlings to win every match, or no. you know, the people that aren't that we really love to win everything all the time. Kofi Kingston's not an indie darling. He's not. He's not. The fans were behind him one hundred percent. I'm, for the most part, when it came to his story and how and him winning the belt, I was worried in the beginning that WWE was gonna fuck it up, but that really should have been the main event. That should have been the main event. WrestleMania exactly. should have ended. There. Yes, they should have ended it there. That was the highlight of that show. Um, the way they built that storyline up won me over, and it was a great storyline. It was simple. Yeah, there might have been some things where I was like, I, I, I wasn't a big fan of like, i.e., doing multiple, doing multiple gauntlet matches back to back. Yeah, I, I wasn't a big fan of that. But aside from that, it was, it was great storytelling. It was simple storytelling. And Kofi's just a real guy. Yeah, that you can get behind. Um. Did you see the video of MVP and Shad Gaspard crying after they watching Kofi win the win the title? No, it made me want to cry. I I bet it did, man. Like, because you know, after all the years of you know African American wrestlers not being told that you're just here to entertain and dance and shit, um, to see that happen was probably huge for them. You know, um, to the point to tears. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm sure, especially for those that grew uh, that grew up back in the back in the '80s, back when uh, you had the territorial days, and it was much much worse oh back God. then. Why would you want to be a wrestler if if you're a black guy back then? Because the si- the ceiling was very low. It was very low for some organizations. Um, others like they it was even worse because while they promoted the idea of having a black guy as a top star. Behind the scenes, it was it was um they they were just willing to stab you in the back because you were you were black yeah which i.e. Bill Watts yeah <laughs> like Bill That's Watts is a perfect example um one of his top stars I mean Junkyard Dog I mean how did how did he become a top star in WWE because he became a top star in um in in Mid South and that was his that was his go to guy but Bill Watts did not like African Americans yeah he just treated them as nothing more than really I mean I hate to say it but as property, as like you're just an asset. You're not a person. You know, you're making me millions of dollars. That's all you are to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that's way that, that's how he thought about all of his wrestlers. But I'm probably even less. Probably even less. Yes. Um, but yeah, we're getting a little off subject here. But you know, it's it's something we need to talk about for right. sure. Right. Um, I'm I'm kind of into this Samoa Joe versus Braun Strowman story that they're going to be getting into. Two two bulls going at it, and that's going to be interesting. Let's see let's see what happens. I mean, do you think it's a demotion for Braun to be going after the U.S. title? I can't picture him with that belt. Well, I mean, to be fair, he hasn't won any major title since coming he, up to the main roster, and I'm not going to include the Royal Rumble belt because that doesn't count. Um, well, he won the tag titles with a nine year old. Remember that? Oh shit, that's right. And I, and it happened the same time last year. <laughs> Wow. Um, but 
see that see that's that's almost nothing right there like aside from that though like as far as because bronze a singles guy he's not a he's not a he's not a tag team guy he's a singles guy he's well, a especially single star. when your tag team partner is nine years old yeah who's and you have to give up the belts the next night because who, nicholas has to go to school with a minor yeah <laughs> he's teaming up with a minor dude what if nicholas gimmick is a minor like he's in a coal miner a coal miner like a michael coal miner and oh coal shit I don't know, like baby, baby, baby Michael Cole. <laughs> yeah. Like he, like his idol is Michael Cole, and he dresses up and he aspires to be Michael Cole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh God, what what the hell's wrong with that kid? Um, but this this should be fun. Like you said, two bulls going at it, and I. It sucks that Joe's already going to be fed to Braun Strowman. I wanted him to kind of stay on top for a while, but Braun. I I do gonna, too, but um, but he can. I think I think Joe, if they book him the right way, he can still be scary and. You know, Braun can barely escape. You know, with with something. But are they really going to do that though? Uh, probably not. They're they're going to feed, they're going to feed uh, Braun some Samoan meat. Um, after that we had Paige teasing next week that we're going to get an NXT tag team for the women's division. Kyrie Sane and Io Shirai is that going to happen? Maybe, uh, maybe the uh, cheap Chinese knockoff versions of them. Um. <laughs> uh, well, we're going to find out because the Iconics took on the undefeated Brooklyn Bells. And, um, you know, it was a jobber match. They got squashed pretty quick. Um, what else was there to Do you talk feel about? like this is a um, this is a setup for Paige to... I, I, I feel like it's a setup for Paige to team up with the Iconics and to have like a... A, a, a manager? Like a, like a, kind of like a, a manager or like a, a mouthpiece, I guess you could say. They gotta stop that pose. They gotta that stop that pose. That iconic pose is yeah. so annoying. Um, they figure like maybe have have them team up with Paige and kind of just um, I don't I don't want to say run rough shot because I I really I'll, I'll take them a little bit more seriously if Paige was with them, but like their gimmick is is is, is it, it's a joke. Maybe this is what it leads up to is like maybe Paige is like actually kind of gonna be mentoring them and kind of making them legitimate you know what i mean that would help for sure um but they gotta stop that pose it's too silly yeah it's way you too can't silly. take them serious with that pose yeah uh we have new smackdown wi- women's tag team champions we have new smackdown ch- tag team champions in the hardy boys versus the usos and who are the better brother tag team and the Hardy Boys are the better brother tag team. Better try saying that five times fast. I, you know what? I was shocked at the outcome. I did not Me expect. Too. I didn't expect the Hardys to win, um, but it but it's a good pop for them. Um, let's see what they do with Matt and Jeff Hardy. I mean, it's another team for uh, SmackDown to uh, play with as far as their tag team division goes. Uh, will the Usos get the belts back? We'll see. Will they go to Raw? We'll see as well. A lot could happen. Um, you know that's. That, that's pretty interesting. I was kind of sh- was really shocked by that by that outcome. Yeah, and now they're the only tag team to win the World Tag Team Champions Championships, the Raw, the SmackDown, and what was the other? What was the name of the other? Um, the WWE Tag Team Championship. WWE Championship. Yes. Talk about a, a talk about a lineage that's so convoluted. It's the <laughs> Tag Team Championships. Th- that's literally one set of belts, but they've got four different names for them. Yeah, because. Before the initial brand split, it was known as the WWE World Tag Team Champions, which the Hardy Boys they won. They won the I forgot how many times they won the belts. I think they were at least six or seven times, at, at least, because them Edge Christian and the Dudleys they traded the belts so many times back oh, yeah. in the day. And then when they did the brand split, the World Tag Team titles went to Raw, and then we we had the WWE Tag Team Champions for SmackDown. Yep. Then when they merged the belts, 
I th- I, I'm even sure they won the yeah they did win the WWE tag team belts uh, like back then during their initial brand brand split. I'm almost certain they did. Yeah, I don't remember when they did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. So there's two, and then when they merged the belts, it became the WWE tag team champions, and then <laughs> they when they came in, they won the titles at WrestleMania 33. Yes, uh, that was another time as well, and then. They and then when the brand split happened, they became the Raw Tag Team Champions, and then they became the SmackDown Champions. It's the belt that, that talk about a convoluted line right there. That's so convoluted. Yeah. Um, after the match, they're celebrating, and Lars Sullivan comes out and destroys the Hardy Boys, the new SmackDown ta- Tag Team Champions. He must hate the Attitude Era. He, yeah, he hates somebody. He hates legends, maybe. Um, uh, but that's two. That's three legends. Um, back to back nights. Uh, maybe he just yeah. I've never heard him talk, so I can't do a good Lars Sullivan oh impression. Oh, God, I hope he goes after Kane. Oh, that's got to be. That's got to be. That's that's, re- be that's revenge for his uncle, um, Gene Snitsky. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a baby Snitsky. He does. He looks like that, that kid, that, the baby that Snitsky punted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. Um, Lacey Evans goes after Becky Lynch again. Um, and then the faces go over the heels in the main event, so not really a great SmackDown either. Yeah, the, these po- the, the post WrestleMania shows were definitely a, a letdown. Um, the fact that they used the main event of Raw to p- promote the main event for SmackDown, <laughs> while it's a good idea yeah. on paper, it didn't deliver at all. It felt very lackluster. Do you think that's what's going to happen when Raw and SmackDown are on separate networks? Like they got to. Sneak in how to promote for Fox and UFC at like the same a certain time. a certain type of cross promotion. Yeah, I would think there would be more cross promotion for SmackDown because the fact that's going to a bigger network and there's a more there's a lot more on the line for I want to say there's a lot more on the line for SmackDown than it is for Raw because I feel like Raw being on USA it's 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 a it's a comfort zone like they feel. They feel okay. They're, they're, they're. Um, I feel that they're safe there. Where SmackDown, they're, in, they're in a brand new territory, and Fox is creating all these demands as far as making SmackDown more of a different show than than Raw, which is good. Hopefully, it does work out. They want it to be more sports oriented. I'm totally fine with that. For um, sure, I'm totally fine with that. Especially with the AEW, that's. I think that's the direction they're going to be going. Um, which apparently they've they're going to be announcing pretty soon. They're going to be on a major network, and they're saying it's either going to be TBS or TNT, which is the same turn of broadcast. Yes, and then that's that's huge. Um, either either or. Um, the fact that they're going to be on the Turner ne- on the Turner networks. Um, it, a lot of it's like one of the most highly watched pro, uh, networks out there. So, um, it's almost it, it's. I don't want to say they're gonna. It's gonna be like the 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 the, the 90s and Monday Night Wars again, um, but having them, but having T- Turner invest in wrestling is very interesting though, because for the longest they did not want to touch professional wrestling after yeah. WCW. But I think they can tell that there's something going on um, that needs to be watched, and it's SmackDown. I mean, obviously, it's yeah. WWE. Um, so. That was the the shows after WrestleMania, and that was the news. Next week is a superstar shakeup, so I thought it'd be something. It'd be kind of fun to do a, kind of a mock draft. Um, 
I'm going to name five people that I could see switching brands, and then you can name five people that you think would switch brands, and then we'll see what happens next week on the show. All right. How do you want to do this? Do you want to do um, like five each, or do you want to pick, like, let's say you pick Raw and I'll pick SmackDown? Or I'm like, how do you want to do it? Yeah, maybe maybe I'll pick one and then you pick one, and we'll go back and forth. We'll do ten of them. Okay. Um, I'm looking at the list right now. I can see AJ Styles going to Raw. I've been saying that for a while. I think I think the fact that he's been on SmackDown for the past three years, it's time for him to to um, go to Raw and have him. I mean, have him freshen up. Not really freshen up, but have him have fresh opponents. He hasn't been on. He was on. He started on Raw, right? 2016 um, when he first started. That's before they did the brand split. Yeah. So he he was on Raw, but like as far as like him being brand split, he's always been SmackDown. Which kind of sucks because now that they're going to be going to like a major network, I, AJ Styles, I think, would be, you know, paying, you know, he would get the fruits of his labor of building SmackDown right. up to be on a, on a major network. So that one would kind of be, that one kind of suck. That's bad timing for AJ, but. Yeah, but um, it's time for something to change. It's time for it's time for him to change as well. And I think he'll be a valuable asset for Raw. He's going to have some fresh rivalries. Assuming. Um, the following uh, following guys don't get traded away from um, from Raw over to SmackDown. Yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe I'll maybe let's do that. Let's do I'll do SmackDown and you do Raw. Okay. Um, so who do you think is going to be going from Raw to SmackDown? I would say Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre going to SmackDown? Yeah, I could picture him on SmackDown. They need more big guys on. SmackDown. They need they need more big guys on SmackDown and. Especially if they're gonna if they're um if they're gonna have someone like Lars Sullivan be um raw exclusive. And I probably gave away another an, another, another one of pick, my guys. Yeah. yeah. Um but I think this makes this makes sense. If you're gonna have him go to Raw, you need to have one big guy go to SmackDown. And you need I think you feel like you should have a a, a credible threat on, on SmackDown and what better what, what but what better guy than Drew McIntyre? Yeah. Build him back up. You know, to be the the guy that he was when he was destroying the shield. He was the shield killer, and he could perhaps be the new day killer. You know, the who faction I could killer. See, you know, who I could see going to SmackDown. Some, uh, not Tomojo. Um, Roman Reigns. He's been on Raw forever. He's been on Raw forever. He's never been on SmackDown. And you know what? And Raw's gonna, and and if they want to make SmackDown the the A show, I could see that too. Um, would I? <sighs> Sorry, I'm. Sh- that might have been one of your picks. No, but. no, no. That, that's that's totally fine. Like. Um, I think, I think personally, like you got to split Seth and Roman up one way. And, um, since Seth is going to be the universal champion, I was going to have Seth go over to, to SmackDown or I'm, I'm sorry, if, if Seth didn't win the universal champion, I was gonna have him go over to SmackDown and, um, have him maybe go over the WWE champion, but since he's a he's a universal champion, I don't see that happening at all. I don't see the belts trading places either. I think they're gonna unify these things pretty soon. I ideally, I hope so too. Because even Zack Ryder went on Twitter and was calling out the Hardy Boys, saying, "Why don't these champions go head to head and combine the titles?" I think they should. I, they, we've been saying that for a long time. Just have one undisputed champion. Have one. And World that, champion. That way you can have your top star on both shows. It makes total yes, sense. Absolutely. Um, so with that being said, I think the next person Oh wait, I I didn't I didn't go for SmackDown as, as far as my guy goes. Um I I I was gonna say Seth, but I mean I think I'm gonna have to go through with Roman as well. I think 
I, I, just for the sole fact that you want to keep Seth and Roman separate. Yeah, because the Shield, I mean, unless they do a Shield 2.0, but at this point, why? Why? Um, so, so yeah, I think I think I think Roman Reigns would be a, a great great move for them, especially if they're gonna send AJ to Raw. I think that'd be a good trade. Um, the next guy I can see going to Raw, uh, the Bruiserweight, Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn. Yeah, they keep emphasizing international, um, international international talent. Yeah, so I could see Pete Dunn being called up to Raw or SmackDown. Hopefully not 205 Live, but. They would embrace the bruiser weight being a cruiser weight, so that makes sense. Hey, 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 hey. So Get it? I could see Pete Dunn being called the two hundred five live. He he's he's way too. Bi- I mean, not literally, but um, metaphorically, he's too big to be on two hundred five live. Oh, for he, sure. He he deserves way better than that. I think he's ready to go on the main roster. He's proved it. Um, in in NXT UK, he pro- he's proved it as being um, one of the longest reigning champions in a in a good while or so. The modern era, the modern era, more yeah. than Oscar, more than Oscar, definitely more than Punk, more than CM Punk. Um, having the belt for almost two years nowadays is unthinkable. Like, yeah, it was. It's not possible. And I mean, arguably the nicest belt in the entire company. Yeah, I mean, I. I, I can't think of I can't think of a better belt than that. I can't think of a better design belt than uh, than the uh, UK Championship. Uh, good pick with uh, Pete Dunne. Who who do you think is going to be heading to Raw there? I'm. Let's see. I because I got I got Drew. I got Roman. I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, instead of one pick I'm gonna go with four. I'm gonna and I'm gonna say Undisputed Era. Whoa. I'm gonna say them. That would be huge. I, I, I would that have would them, gut NXT. I that would gut NXT and um. But what else do they have to prove down there? That's that's actually a good pick. The thing about though is, you, you could debut one and and it, 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 that one person's obviously gonna be Adam Cole. Yeah. But why have one when you can debut all four? And I think they should still be a faction. They absolutely because they still have a lot of merch to sell. They still have a lot roster. of merch to sell, so I could see that happening. I I could see them being um. Being pretty dominant on SmackDown, um, more so than Raw. Did you see the puppet? I know we talked about this, but it, apparently they're teasing Bray Wyatt with a puppet. Um, kind of. I, I, what are they going to do with that gimmick? Because I'm, I don't, I'm, I don't know. I'm curious to find out. This looks like a puppet from like the Labyrinth. It's like a sh- like a yeah. It's like a zombie buzzard, and it it comes out of a box, and it's wearing. One of Bray Wyatt's, you know, Hawaiian shirts, and it starts. Bray Wyatt starts laughing, and that's it. Um, so I don't know. We're gonna see Bray Wyatt. You know, I forgot to mention that earlier. Uh, next person I could see going to Raw, or what, am I doing SmackDown or Raw? You're doing Raw. I'm doing SmackDown. Okay. Next person I could see going to Raw would be. I don't know if they're gonna keep these guys together, but. I think they should at least, so, so they can, we can have a good rivalry. Alistair Black and Ricochet, I think, would be going to Raw as a team initially, and then split them up after. That's the, I think that's the whole point of them being a tag team. Yeah, right that's I, I agree. I think I think eventually that's going to be the plan where um, they're going to have like that's this is what's going to lead to is a, is a rivalry, and if that's the case, you definitely want to keep both of them on the same brand. And yeah, I mean, I, I don't. They're not going to be a permanent team for long, and they shouldn't be. No. Both these guys way too talented. Were way too talented. Um, they have a lot of potential to be single superstars, and yeah, I mean, if that's if that if that's 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 actually a great way to do it. I agree with you, Drew. That's a good pick. Thank you. 
Um, who do you think? For SmackDown, though, um, let's see. They can pull people from 205 to be called up. Yeah, to. and it, and um, and it's not just men, but also also women as well. Yeah. Um, the question remains is like, okay, so Becky, is she going to, is she, she's on, she's, as far as I know, she, it seems like she's going to be on both brands because she has both the Raw and the SmackDown's champion. I think so. Not the Undisputed, not the Unified, the Raw and SmackDown because they keep emphasizing on both. What if, what if, in a way to sell more belts, they don't unify them and the champion carries two belts? That's what I think they're going to do. That's so fucking weird. But I can see that happening because why stop sales on two different sets of belts when you can just when you can just keep two belts? And I and I don't and I think all of our ma- all of our title matches they're they're going to be they could they could play it off and say well it's going to be for both Raw and SmackDown or they might get lazy and say you know what it'll just be for one belt you know what I mean? Yeah, I I could I, see them doing that. I think it's lazy, and I think that's kind of heelish to tell you the truth. To have but two belts? No, to have like the um. Like to have the champion say, you know what? I'm only gonna put one belt up on the line. That's, yeah, that's pretty heelish. Yeah. Hopefully they don't do that to her. Um, but I think I think eventually she's gonna end up either being being one belt or being one band exclusive. And she's and I don't see them unifying the belts at all. I I I don't. But they should though. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So um, so Becky's out of the way. I'm gonna as far as women though, I think it's time to um, I think it's time to put Sasha on SmackDown. Ooh, yeah. Give her That's a, a give, really good way give to her, go. Give her give her a new setup cuz she's been on, she's unhappy right now with, with where she's placed at on Raw. I think her maybe having a different scenery and getting away from Bailey, especially if they're not going to do the feud. Um and they 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 fucked up the feud and they fucked up the teasing the feud for so long. It's time to move on and have her just go back to um have her have, have her be in a different scenery and just maybe have her go back to her old roots. Yeah, I, I could see that happening. Um, I'm a big Sasha Mark, so I could definitely see that happening. Um, I think we're going to get, um, well, I already said it earlier, Kyrie Sane and Io Shirai being called up. Um, who are those other ladies? Um, do you think they'd be calling up Candice LeRae to Raw after she was in the Battle Royal? I could see them calling up Candice LeRae a little early, you know. Yeah, they, they they could definitely use female talent. They they definitely need female talent. And yeah, I think Candice LeRae would be perfect for you know people that maybe can't wrestle. Maybe to wrestle the Iconics, I think it'd be a great person to bring up. I would agree with that. I I have I'm I, I'm a, I'm a Candice LeRae fan, and I would love to see her on SCU. the main roster. Yeah, there you go. So um, that's gonna be your pick, right? I'm going Candice LeRae. Yeah. Candice LeRae. Okay. Ah shit! I just thought of another good one. But wh- which one? Velveteen Dream. Motherfucker. Well, was that yours? I was going to go with Velveteen okay, Dream. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, but um, I think... Did you see him trolling Buddy Murphy after he lost on, no. on his Instagram? He was talking so much shit. You got to watch his Instagram. He's talking so much shit to Buddy Murphy. I'm going to watch it after. Buddy Murphy's another one that we'll get into. Yeah, I, I think Buddy Murphy's also ready to go to the main roster. Um, I, I He'll be an honorable mention for me as far as him going to SmackDown. I can see him going to SmackDown. Yes. Um. I'd maybe go to Raw as well and have him reunite with his girlfriend. That's another possibility too. So he he can go either way. Yeah. Um. But I I have his honorable mention for me for SmackDown. As far as my last pick, this is number five for me. Hmm. You picked Velveteen Dream, right? Um. I guess that'll be my last. One. Okay. So I'll, uh, okay. So that's that's yours. For mine. Hmm. Huh. This is gonna be tough. 
Are you think are you thinking a cruiserweight NXT or a raw? Because I already have I already have NXT talent on the roster. I have a You have the Undisputed Era. I have the Undisputed Era and I have two two main event talents on Raw that are going over to SmackDown. Um and that's and that because I did say Roman I said Drew and Roman, right? Yes. Okay. Drew, Roman, Undisputed Era, and Sasha. You think it's gonna be Scott Dawson? You think they're gonna break the revival? No, I'm just kidding. No, hell no. I, the, that's the last team that should be broken up is the revival. Although he should get a medal for knocking out that guy that fucked up Bret Hart. Fuck yeah, hey, Scott Dawson. I mean, I, I love I love the revival and I love him even more. I feel like with Bally though, you have to give away um, you have to give away Joe because you have to you can't have. I feel like you can't have both. Yeah, the IC and the US title on one brand for sure. So. I don't want to do that, and that 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 kind of cause like a, a an unbalance. I, you know what? I'm gonna go with Mojo Raleigh on this one. Just this is my throwaway pick right there because he's doing nothing on Raw. Well, he he actually did a really good Shawn Michaels impression, and when I say that, he was looking to a broken mirror, and one eye was up and one eye was down. Yeah. Um, and he also had like face paint on. So what's happening? What with is him? going on with him? That's but he could definitely benefit from a change of scenery yeah I, I him on raw it's just it's not working i mean the gimmick itself is not working but maybe i mean I, this is my throwaway pick right here because i think i think with what i drafted so far i think is good enough i don't know i mean i mean i compared to what you got for for raw but i i feel like having roman roman drew sasha the undisputed era and you know mojo <laughs> well i mean even if our cards don't play out the way that this. Right. I mean, let's just maybe keep tally of who gets the most people on a get who who's going to be shaken up the most. I guess. Right. Um, the it it could be way more than what the, they could completely just swap rosters if they want to. Um, but I think I think you have good picks. I think we both have great. Picks. I think we do. We do have good picks. Um, and we'll find out next week. Um, but I think we're gonna have to wrap up. This yes. edition of the Put Me Over podcast. This is going to be a long episode. This is going to be probably our longest episode ever, which is fitting. It because is WrestleMania, it's WrestleMania long. It's WrestleMania long. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Dick, for joining me today. And thank you guys so much for listening and joining and downloading and subscribing and telling your friends, telling your neighbors, telling your friends' neighbors. Um, we, we we really enjoy doing this for you guys. Sorry, it's not a whole crew. Things are going to be changing up here. We're going to have a little bit of a shake-up here ourselves. Yeah, we are. Um, you know, life happens, and sometimes you just got to roll with the punches. The real-life shake-up. Yeah, so we're going to be back next week, guys. Stay tuned if you haven't got enough WrestleMania insights. Stay tuned for the last 40 minutes of this episode because it's all going to be a great roundtable of us just giving our initial thoughts of what we thought the show was like and who... What pissed us off the most? No, I'm just kidding. What we actually enjoyed, because I think that's what we got out of that conversation, was what the stuff we enjoyed the most. Because it's easy to talk shit and be mad about what they didn't do or what they did do. Right. At the same time, I love giving them praise for the things that they do right. Um, With that being said, guys, we are the Put Me Over Podcast. We are the new, 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 new World Order Professional Podcasting, and we will see you next week. Welcome, everybody, to a very special late night Put Me Over podcast episode. Uh, we're here with our reactions of the actual card, and um, let's let's just get it going, dude. Uh, the opening card. Hold on, wait one second. Time out. The opening card actually 
hit us with a bit of a curveball because we had Brock Lesnar fighting Seth Rollins for the Universal title in the opening match. Did anybody see this coming? No, of course, no. No, of course not. And I hated the whole fucking match. The outcome sucked, whatever. That match was shit. I think I think it was a great way to get the crowd into it, into the whole show as a as a whole. Yeah, we were hype as fuck here, but like I thought just the the way the the match turned um out to be and like the way the actual match was, I didn't think it was as good as any of Brock Lesnar's previous matches with like Finn Balor, Daniel Bryan or and AJ. Yeah, that's fair. And and honestly like the way Brock has been built up, I wouldn't have had him lost the belt at WrestleMania in the opening match. That should have been saved for later on down the card. Well, we knew we knew once they announced that it was going to be the first match of the show, like we knew something was going to happen. Yeah, you, like you knew like that like when, when they announced his opening match, like you knew that I had a feeling that Brock was not going to retain because he wouldn't drop it. Like you want to give him time to get that pop. You know what I mean? Hey, but he sold the shit out of all. He took like three curb stomps. Yeah, yeah. and a low that, blow. Yeah, and a low and blow. And a low blow. Like. Brock Lesnar sold the shit out of all of the offense from Brock from uh, Seth but Rollins, and he still didn't learn his lesson. He needs to wear a cup. Wear a cup. I, I think this was the right decision by WWE. I mean, you got to get a hot match on there first. I I I wasn't sure what they were going to put on first. I initially thought it was going to be Miz versus uh, Shane, but th- I think this was the right decision. Get that Universal Title out of the out of the way, um, and they really made a lot of room tonight for the main event, that true, triple true. threat. 100%, I think they did a great job um, with the whole ca- the card as a whole. With the pre-matches, and then once the, pr- once the main card started, um, I think that there was, like, a big... There the momentum, like, there you go. Thank you, Bobby. Rolling. Thank you for saving me Perfectly, on that. Perfectly, you know? With everything, that ha- how it rolled, this, like, set, it o- set off the tone for the night that everything was going to happen just the way that match went, and it kind of rolled into the whole WrestleMania. To be fair, too, it had me shitting bricks. I was like, oh, shit, Seth Rollins won? Kofi's not winning tonight. Right, yeah. So I was nervous the whole night. That oh, shit got my heart A lot of people had Brock going over tonight in order Including to make myself. way for Roman Reigns once again going over maybe at SummerSlam, but... No, I think everybody wanted this to happen. It happened. The pop was huge. The burn it down was huge. This was the right fucking choice by WWE tonight. Yeah, and the the, the pre-show actually didn't disappoint either because we had the cruiserweight. The cruiserweight match opened up the whole show. Uh, well, you got Tony Nese winning the mat, winning the title from Buddy Murphy. What and a shock! We can only hope that. There's big things for Buddy Murphy That's coming. True, true. Yeah, I mean, he held that belt for quite some time. So you'd, you'd think that they have something set in mind for him for future futures. Yes. Uh, Carmella won the Women's Battle Royal. No one picked that. No, no one picked it, but she actually had a good strategy going into the whole thing. She hit on the outside, and yeah. then when there was one person left, she came in and eliminated Sarah Logan, and... We now have Carmella winning the uh, Sensational Invitational, which is what I would like to call it. That's pretty sick. That's that should have been the name That's of it. That's a great name for it. That should have been the name of it to begin with. Yes, absolutely. More than the Sherry. fallopian tubes, whatever they have. <laughs> <laughs> that that title, the, the, the trophy looks like fallopian tubes, man. Damn, that's a good one. Um, we actually we had Braun Strowman winning the uh, Andre Battle Royal before the the main card started, Dude. and we all I mean, 
in hindsight, we we all knew Braun Strowman was exactly. gonna win that shit. When he came in and ripped that shirt off, he looked fucking ripped. Yeah, look Jack, Jack, look Jack, Jack, brother, for real. Yeah, I, he got tips from the Big Show, like for sure. Okay, I'm a giant. How do I make myself look good? <laughs> and I think the Big Show gave him a lot of tips on that. My pick of EC3 lasted a whole two and a half minutes. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? That was it. Well, that was a whole two and a half minutes longer than it should have. What's that crazy <laughs> in the women's battle royal? Men, women's battle royal. Me and Dick both picked Lacey Evans, and she wasn't even the match, dude. She wasn't even the card, was she? She wasn't Shit. nowhere. To to be seen. No, I weird. felt like that was a good way to get uh, a f- like a woman like her that's been interrupting shit and like not been doing anything. Yeah, and she's but never wrestled cool. yet. That's she, what perfect way to put her in the match. Exactly, dude. So I mean, I guess we'll see what happens tomorrow on Raw. She she, she walked out for like a minute, but yeah, I mean, it was just same old shit, same old shit, same old shit. I think she actually watched. She walked out during t- the. Uh, Tag team championship battle royal. She fine though. Before yeah, that, I, yeah. I don't know, but we have new raw tag team champions in Mojo Rawley and that yeah Zach, Zach Ryder. Yeah, yeah that Zach was on Ryder the show and, and Kurt Hawkins. Who cares about Zach that? Zach Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's who won. Yeah, what a simple fuck, roll up. Man. Yeah, whatever. crazy weird win. It was it was just to make them. Yeah, make their it, losses. It was it was it was specifically to give them a good WrestleMania moment. Yeah. One and two sixty nine. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Basically, in the schoolboy. Oh, I Kurt did pick her. Ryder Hawkins. Hawkins. Huh. Yeah, I mean, there, we we had a we had a good poll. I think we actually all tied. And then, I mean, you had Samoa Joey in a one minute match, which I loved, just wrecking. Perfect booking. That was perfect booking. That was perfect. Yeah, we were saying. We we thought that uh, Mysterio was still injured, and I mean, at the end of the day, even if he wasn't still messed up, I mean, this was the right decision. Oh yeah. Samoa Joe needed to be booked as a dominant heel champion. This is absolutely the right decision on the part of WWE. You're gonna have a lot of matches on here that are gonna go a few minutes because you you can't sit through. 15, 15 minute matches. Plus the post- especially if, if Rey Mysterio couldn't go, right? Like, yeah. give him a good WrestleMania moment and make Joe look dominant, dude. I mean, Rey's had his moments. It was good to give Joe that like smash moment. Like, I just smashed you. Who's fucking next? Plus the post match reaction between the wrestlers and the refs was perfect. Yeah. Like they played it off like yeah. it was a real UFC type shit fight. So like. It makes everyone look and, good. And from a continuity sense, I mean, it really made sense as well. I mean, look, mm-hmm. you got 16 fucking matches on this card. <laughs> this was a goddamn marathon. Yeah. And, I mean, you, you had to have a couple go short. And so, thank goodness this was one of those ones that went short. Yeah. Exactly one minute, right? Yeah. Exactly yeah. one I, minute. I think, I think a match that should have gone a little bit, that should have that went longer than it should have was Randy Orton versus AJ Styles. Yeah, that was weird. That was the, my biggest uh, disappointment like, of the night. I was actually really hyped for this match, and it was just Agreed. a really slow Randy Orton style match. And what, what, what did we do? I mean, it didn't really build up, at, not at all. Like, and it, the build up wasn't that great. Lackluster finish too. I yeah, thought. Orton yeah. can't really go anymore. I mean, look, he, he's got to be pushing. He's like forty now. What? What is he's he? close he's to got, forty. Yeah, he's got to be pushing I, forty at this point. I think Randy Orton's really great, but I don't. I don't think that. Um, him and AJ really meshed as well as I think we liked them to. Yeah, yeah I think that that was the thing. They didn't re- that match didn't really mesh well. I mean, AJ's known for having the greatest matches 
and that this this match was not it. And Plus, it, it was right after it that really Universal was Title match. One of the, too. the worst matches for the night. Yeah, the uh, one one match that was surprising was the uh, Fatal Four Way match with the Osus, uh, Alistair Black, and and Rus and Ricochet. Alistair Black, Ricochet, and Rusev Shinsuke and Nakamura and uh, the, in bar. the in bar. Yeah, the Fatal Four Way. Great I mean, match. It yep. was a great match. Third best match of the night, probably. I'm one of them. I mean, H- hands down, it was I one of the one of, them, one of yeah. the greatest matches. The with, spots with in this match were just unbelievable. Ricochet I mean, is insane. With no heat to the match no, at all, they nothing. they actually turned out a great match. Yeah. Well, you put like eight of the best wrestlers in the I company mean, in the match, you're gonna yeah. get a, that I mean, product. This, so this hands down had like eight of the greatest wrestlers yep. that they have and in the world. And this weekend's established Black and Ricochet as main event. Uh, not main events, but like they're definitely worthy to be on the main roster. Yeah. Can we they just work their asses <laughs> off this weekend. Can we talk about that fucking like spin from uh from Cesaro? How long that, was that? that did, did anyone it, time it? I mean, uh, it had to have at least been like 30, 40 seconds. Uh, definitely the longest one of all time. We peaked Dude. watching it. So. Yeah. Everyone, not only us in the house that we were watching the crowd but the crowd was on fire for the spin. They kept getting louder and louder. Because not only was was Cesaro doing the spin to Ricochet, but outside the ring, Sheamus was doing the bells of the battering to everybody that would step up. Yeah. I, that was dope. I, honestly, I really like that spot. Everyone was marking the shit out when that happened. Great <laughs> fucking moment for WrestleMania. Yeah. And, and while, while I thought this could have been the coronation for... Uh, for Alistair Black and Ricochet, I, I'm kind of glad that the Usos ended up retaining. I thought that that was at the end of the day the right decision. Why? Made and and why, now they can chase. Yeah. Why rocket these new guys the whole way when we can build a story around them? Because honestly, the only thing that uh, Ricochet and Alistair Black have in common is that they're from NXT. Yeah, exactly. that's, that was True. really it. We can and we can do a lot of shit. And the fact that they didn't get pinned, it kind of still gets their, you know, momentum still going. Yep. You know, so it, it wasn't really much of a loss for them. They they were kind of a, you know, mashed together tag team anyways. And so Alistair really Black matter. is a fucking star, man. Dude, he, he just pops 100%. Yes. He's amazing. I, I love that we got to see Ricochet and Alistair Black in kind of dream match situations. Oh, yeah. yeah, right away. Because we got to see Ricochet versus Cesaro, like... The shit From we've the seen start, in PWG. Yeah. Not only that, but like we got to see Rusev versus um fucking uh um Alistair Black. Like yeah. shit like that. We got to see glimpses of what is to come, dude. And if that's if that's to say anything, there's a great future for WWE. Absolutely. Yeah, and these like guys, let's absolutely. not forget to mention everybody that. got their shit in. That exactly. is that is what is important. Everybody got their shit in in this match. Um I mean for me this was like a Four star match, four point two five star match, and me. most of all, we uh, we have to take into account that the Usos are probably the best tag team in the world. I don't care. Sorry, Young Bucks, but out of pro- being prolific, <laughs> I, you. No, no, I'm saying <laughs> the Usos put in work yeah. like week in, week out. I think they're by far the best tag team in the world. So. Not only that, but they wore hoodies the whole time too. <laughs> so that was yeah, really so th- crazy. that was like That's a disadvantage impressive. for them. Plus twelve. Next match we had was the Miz versus Shane McMahon. Falls count anywhere, and there was a lot of story being told in this whole match. George Mizanin got George. involved in a. He took he took a big he took a lot of uh, shots from Shane McMahon, <laughs> and the end of the match was a vertical suplex 
from the a scaffolding. Fantastic. Which spot. I mean, if you're the Miz, the, you you fucked up because it should have been a power bomb if you really want to pin someone. Yeah. Because when you do the vertical suplex, it's gonna be you're gonna take just as much damage. Yeah. As of the all other moves, person. he decided to go with a suplex. Perfect so. ending though. Nobody got. But hurt. you know what yeah. though. That is how Shane w- should win, is by, by a quick victory. Because I couldn't buy Shane beating Miz cleanly. So yeah. there had to been some fuckery involved, and that was the perfect way to, perfect. to have du- Shane. Perfect. Dusty Absolutely. finish. I yeah. mean, yes. that that is going to be utilized on every WrestleMania package from here to eternity. It's a high spot. It's what Shane McMahon does. Um, and Shane doing it with him was absolutely yeah. incredible it was it was a lucky it was a lucky pin situation for for shane mcmahon <laughs> we were all surprised when it actually happened when they did the one two three because we saw it but we didn't think the ref was gonna do it yeah and exactly. then they did it and was like what the fuck like, dude before the the before the ref even started the pin i was like dude one two three he's pinning him right now and the, yeah. the ref got there and gave them one two three and i think it's great especially if you want to build miz as a as a baby face yeah this it's this is selling the story. It's absolutely. So dude. it's it's you know like second best Dick match said, of the night too. This is the fuckery that you know that would give that match a great story to tell. Another not so great story that they kind of shoehorn <laughs> in was the women's fatal four way tag team match for Woo! the women's championship match, and this this was something that hey. you you kind of <laughs> limped in. Uh-huh. <laughs> you guessed <laughs> that the iconics were going to win, but the iconics win the new. Women's Tag Team Championship after Sasha and Bailey were like, we're going to defend it here, we're going to defend it here. And it kind of nope. just ended here tonight. It was very the iconics. finish. The Iconics are the new Women's Tag Team Championship. Did not expect that to happen. Billy Kay is the worst worker <laughs> in the WWE <laughs> next to Dana Brooke. I'm gonna say that right now. No, Dana and Brooke is even better than than her. Than the emotion Shane. though was real, so like yeah, I love the ending. Pin, yeah, which was crazy. I thought that it would go with you know Peyton Royce as, and she would get the pin, but they gave it to Billy Kay, which was kind of odd to me. I, I didn't Genetti really pin. see that happening. Pin. For me, the iconics have <laughs> Xbox heat with me, dude, because the the iconics like the pose and <laughs> I everything love that is shit. Is, yeah. is so fucking stupid. It's getting to you, dude. <laughs> It, it, it's it's working, you bro. It's working, you're, you're, getting, you're getting work. I, I might be getting work, bro. <laughs> they, but they, they are, are not good. If you watched Raw last week, Payne Royce botched the spot enough that she was like, "Do it again, do it again." Because Sasha Banks was just going for an arm drag. Yeah, and she kept fucking it up it's twice in twice a row. In a row. Yeah, I, I hate to say it, but uh, this was my least favorite match of the night. I mean, I this was my proverbial piss break match for tonight i wasn't not happy with it the tag titles deserved a little bit better um hopefully once the tag titles are off the iconics we'll see a better program for the new champions after yeah. uh, hopefully it's not like a, a fucking gender mahal like reign for, the for six plus months I, f- I feel like that's oh. what's gonna happen dude well this race wrestlemania was Iconic after all. Oh, oh shut up. <laughs> it was such oh, a shut up. No, I'm a big fan of that match. I don't know. Am I the only one who really loved that match? I think I don't know. It was yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, yes, you're right. right. I mean yeah. it was good. Everyone got their shit in, which was I mean what they should have had, but I honestly didn't think that that's what the route that they were gonna go, but they did. And I didn't either. I mean, to hey, be quite honest, but cool. I'm happy with it. I mean they're yeah. gonna have something in in store for them, which is gonna be cool. Big booty bailey. Yeah. I think big a lot of people Bailey. were expecting Sasha and Bailey to win. 
So oh, Bailey wins every day. But they, yeah, she wins with us. Yeah, she wins the Booty Award for oh, sure. For sure, hands down. Um, people that don't win the Booty Award is uh, Kofi Kingston Ooh. versus Daniel Bryan. Match of the night. Match of the night for me personally. Agreed. Hands with down. the story that was involved, Kofi Kingston is your new WWE champion. Wait, you got you got to say it the right way. W W E World, World Champion. Champion. Uh, this is a great payoff to the story that they were building up. Um, not only that, but we have an actual black champion. A real black. A real. Like a real. Like everyone's. I mean, obviously, The Rock was is is a yeah a black it. world champion, but never really claimed it. He he actually kind of was like, uh, my dad is Rocky Johnson, but I'm Samoan. Yeah, he claimed um, more of a Samoan heritage. You're right. Yes, for sure. Um, so we, it's crazy. In 2019, we are just getting a black world champion. It's when you have other companies around the world that are crowned, like like Jay Lethal right. being the the right. ROH world champion. You, and you, you, it's crazy that we the barely have like a world champion like Kofi Kingston in WWE today. The biggest company, like the biggest, by far, has yet to do it. And this was the night that they did it. And honestly, it fucking paid off. The match started off kind of slow. It was kind of boring in the beginning. It, it took its time. Yeah. But they were building that story. And honestly, it led up to one of the greatest fucking wins. And the whole, the whole you know, roster was in the back cheering for Kofi. They kept cutting to the back. Yeah, and for sure. I told you guys there was a belt that they fucking showed before the, e- the match even started. Bobby saw that. Yeah, Bobby yeah, saw it. I'll give it, Bobby. it. You called it. You called, <laughs> it. called it. Bobby called it. <laughs> Not only did, did he call it, but he actually saw the new world championship for Kofi before the match even started. <laughs> yeah. He was like, Eagle Eye Bobby in the crowd. I saw it, man. This saw match it. was hot, man. Yeah. I mean, but um, let me ask you a question. Yes, I'm straight. No. Why did you pick? Um, oh, I picked Big E. You picked Big E. I thought e. it was gonna be a swerve, man. I thought he was gonna do it, but you know, you so had, you had a lot of belt. He had a lot so of belt. So you really, yeah, match. you, so you really thought that belt was for Big E then? Yeah, I thought that. I thought oh, he was gonna you. like you know turn on him and take it for himself, oh. and then take the pin. But I was wrong. But great but match. No, that that moment was too good. They needed that moment. Oh, I yeah. mean, th- for this, for me, this was one of the uh, like my ten favorite WrestleMania moments. Absolutely. Top five for me, hands down, dude. Matches or moments? Moments. Great. Mad match maybe. moments. I mean, the match was unbelievable. I that that was I, honestly since WrestleMania thirty. I think this was the best match as far as quality. Uh-huh. Like we're talking about work rate. Exactly. We're talking about overall quality. This was one of the best matches Absolutely. at Mania since WrestleMania 30. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, I, and like, I keep going back to this. I keep reiterating. This was a fucking accident. WWE did not mean to put Kofi in this position. Oh, no. For sure, Kevin Owens was supposed to be in this in this yeah. spot. For and sure. I, just, I, keep, I keep rethinking, like, the what-ifs of what would have happened if this didn't go the way that, that they did. I mean, would this match have been that great? Would Kofi ever get his fucking moment? And ma- Kofi delivered. We all knew Kofi could deliver on a style like and on a stage like this. Um, but the fact that Kofi Kingston is now the WWE champion says a lot about where the company is going. Yeah, you know what I, I mean. I'll say this: WWE knows how to book themselves out of a corner. Yep. I mean, do we remember that Survivor Series match with uh, AJ Styles and Finn Balor? Like they booked themselves out of a corner here. 
And, I mean, it couldn't have been a better result. And Kofi they, Kingston they is your the, champion. The, they gave the crowd what they wanted. Right. Yeah. In, in general. They, what they, they really, really want? Yeah, what they really, really want. <laughs> Give me what I want. <laughs> Um, another match that we kind of we called that we knew was going to happen. What we didn't know it was only going to run for um, ten minutes was uh, Samoa Joe versus Randy Orton. All right, Samoa Joe Ray versus Mysterio. Ray Mysterio. My bad, my bad. Yeah, and it ran minute for match. a minute. It ran for, it a, for minute a minute flat. One Good minute. Good match. Perfect match. match. Perfect match. So, Ray Mysterio was injured. Correct. We can yeah. we can all say this. Yes. And this was a great way out of it. And it's a great way to make Samoa Joe look dominant, dude. He's, yeah, he's dominant. Pin and pin. He needed this victory, and he needed to be booked strong from here out. He and like we mentioned on the podcast a couple weeks ago, he really needs to be booked strong from here on out. Like for the next three months, he cannot drop that title. In fact, I mean, I would be totally fine with seeing him be put into a program with Kofi Kingston yes. as the first challenger to that WWE championship. 100%. I think Samoa Joe versus Kofi Kingston would be a great program to get money, into. Money, money match. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, the match that went 10 minutes was Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Fuck that match. Popcorn, popcorn break, dude. Yeah, Another really piss was. break match. Terrible I, match. It was flat. It was it was a flat match. And the wrong fucking guy won. Like exactly. I, I mean, the the heat that Drew McIntyre would have gotten had he won this match. I mean, look, we, you know, we were kind of like the the banter comment was, oh well, you know. Uh, Robin Reigns had cancer. He's got to win. And then that's what ended up fucking happening. But it would have really given Drew McIntyre the fucking rub if he'd, uh, if Roman Reigns had put him over. Um, but that didn't end up happening. Roman you, getting those boos again, too, if you guys didn't notice. Yeah, like, that's true. Yeah, Now did, it's starting again. Did you guys realize that now we're back to the whole Roman Reigns thing that we didn't like yeah. before? I mean, they, they kind of knew what they were doing. Well, and then they kind of, you know, they... They just booked him for the spot again. Well, because Drew McIntyre was fucking up the shield the whole way. Yeah. So we knew. I, I mean, I know. I I guessed it. You guys fucking were sleeping <laughs> on it, I guess. But we knew that Drew McIntyre was going to take the loss in this because he's been dominating the shield the whole way. Um, and then the when when he busted the line of "You might have beaten leukemia, but you won't beat me." That's when I knew yeah. that Roman Reigns is going to win this shit. But Roman Reigns for for the leukemia uh, victory, you know he he beat he beat leukemia. He came back and and I think in this moment you're gonna you're gonna push Roman Reigns to the same spot that he was in before. The crowd is gonna boo him regardless of leukemia or not. Yeah, I mean, this was this was Drew McIntyre's moment, and they kind of like screwed him over. This would this would have pushed him to like the upper echelon of being one of the best heels and i mean i guess it doesn't really push him too far down but they they should have booked him to win this and, match and with brock being gone now who who's your top heel on raw like they, I, they I, really don't have him i was just Lashley. about to say um this was a faces uh wrestlemania absolutely faces, heavy, heavy faces as, yeah as it should heavy. have been as it should have been granted at this point I just don't know who they're going to book next to be the next major challenger, either for the universal title or for the intercontinental. Well, well you got to keep it, you got we'll you also got to keep in mind there's going to be an international draft coming pretty soon. Oh yeah, yeah. so that and the shake with the, with, the shake with the shake up, that's going to determine what's going to be. Um, it's going to determine different rivalries and, and the climate's going to be totally different. So I mean, I'll push forward just to, just to go. Uh, this they they could have switched this around. 
we all wanted Kurt Angle to win. Yep. Why yeah. wouldn't he win? I mean, he's doing the work, giving the, the, the rub to the younger talent. But I would have rather had uh, Angle win and Drew McIntyre win, uh, you know, win. win well, yeah. I, I, so the, the thing with the, the Kurt Angle-Baron Corbin match was nobody wanted to see it. Yeah. And what yes. better way to get some heel heat on Corbin that he already had in the get-go was to make him beat a fucking legend and yeah. on his way out. And Kurt Angle probably was like, you know what? I'm just going to lay down regardless. Of that, that's business, baby. Kurt has yeah. no problem You go out doing on your that. back. In this business, you go out on, you go out on your back. Exactly. Yeah. Um, no I problem with that. I, I mean, they had to do what they had to do with that match, so I'm not mad about that. Like Kurt's the kind of guy that doesn't have an ego, and he's going to do what's best for the sport. For, for professional wrestling and but the way that Kurt was getting fucked up every week by Ben Corbin, yeah, I actually. think if if that was gonna be his yeah. actual opponent, you gotta actually pay off the storyline and make people, you know, leave on on a high note. Yeah. And in that storyline, Baron Corbin actually gets the best of ben, of Kurt Angle, and I, I don't know, I don't I don't really like it. And I, it ends his career. And and he ends his career on that. That that was the end note for his career, and he went out with. Uh, Play my music and chant that chant that I didn't want, but you know, it became what made my career. It became synonymous with, yeah, yeah. Well, the one thing that oh, we haven't talked about yet, which I I, I just want to briefly mention, was that uh, um, Elias and John Cena segment. The <laughs> oh Doctor of Thugonomics came out tonight. The cheap he hadn't there. been seen since two thousand and four. Um, I I mean I love this segment. I thought it was absolutely perfect. <laughs> I, I don't love Cena seeing the burial. Him. Cena Cena him I, shit out of him. I don't love seeing the burial of Elias, but it's just it's kind of been his gimmick now where it he just is. gets interrupted and absolutely buried every single time. Um this time too it, it was fucking hilarious. It was so great seeing Thugonomic Cena again. What a what a good way to yeah, use it. I mean everyone was wondering what kind of match he was gonna have or if he was gonna. But if the dude came out like Thugonomics. But we saw this already last year. Yeah, we kinda like, did. But it's John Cena inter- interrupted him. You know, we didn't get this year. The Undertaker. The That's Taker. true. That is true. That's we, crazy. When we didn't was the get last Undertaker. time Undertaker wasn't on a WrestleMania card? I mean, it <laughs> must have been. He he got injured that one year in two thousand and one or two thousand. He got injured in two thousand and ninety four. Two thousand ninety four. No. Jeez. Two thousand ninety four. No, in nineteen ninety four and two thousand. Oh. So, two years. I mean, in the last thirty. You know, At uh, manias. You know, that's that he hasn't insane. he wasn't on the card, and th- this goes back to my thing. It was like WWE trains us to like think things, and the fact that like we saw Pyro mm-hmm. on WrestleMania yeah. was a big deal to us when they used to do Pyro every single week. Yep. and yeah. now all of a sudden, we're like, oh, look at this Pyro! Like, I'm, it's crazy to I me. I mean, even the I mean, the setup that they had was kind of dull, like. It was just a big screen. It was, was not it. WrestleMania 30. Wh- when was the last time they w- they were at Met- MetLife? When they had the, when they had yeah when they had the 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 um, Statue of Liberty on top. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. twenty nine. It was kind of weak this year, it dude. Was very weak. Let me ask you guys. Uh, like, let's move on a little bit. I'm just kind of curious. What are your thoughts on that Finn Balor match? I, it the result was good, but I, I, at this point, I just don't think. Bobby Lashley can reliably carry anybody to a great match. I, I honestly thought that that w- it should have been a squash match. It yeah. was a four minute match. It was still pretty good. It, I mean, it, it lasted exactly what it needed to. It, it did, but 
I think Lashley got way too much offense. Yeah, in. Agreed. I agree. And agreed. He, he took, I mean, I think Finn took on way too much hits. But, I mean, he did come back and win the match. But I honestly thought that it would it was just going to be a squash match. It was just nothing more than for the Demon to debut at WrestleMania. Yeah. Which, I, I'll say it right now, we've seen the Undertaker's entrances, and we've they've all been grand and amazing. But I think the Demon's entrances at WrestleMania are going to be the new Undertaker. Oh, I, yeah. I'll say that, that yeah. right now. I, I, uh, you're not wrong. Yo, we were marking out. It was out. a proverbial pass. And I, and I thought it was torch. a great entrance. Yeah. yeah. So we I can just imagine like, how better it would be. We I mean, were he, all marking out. He for jumped that off that, uh, that pedestal that he was on. It was pretty fucking high. I mean, that was a good 10 feet in the air, and he jumped off of it because it wasn't going fast enough because he wasn't going to get that first, uh, you know. Do you think Finn Balor will be will have an undefeated streak as the Demon at WrestleMania? Yes. I think that that's what they're going to so go for now, yeah. I could see that happening. As we, I mean, I, I feel remiss without saying, without, without saying this, but it's, I wish that, and we said this on the podcast a couple weeks ago, but I wish that Finn Balor would have never won the title to begin with, the he shouldn't have. No, he shouldn't. No, he shouldn't have. have. For sure, this should have been, been like moment. this moment right here. Yeah. You're right, I agree. Yeah, they should but have kept him on that losing streak, and then boom. This goes back the to the whole thing of their when they're they're booking on the fly, and yeah, I don't think he should have won in the first place. I think in hindsight they were like, "Fuck, why did we why do we put the belt on? We got to get it off him on, put, on a random raw." Um, but you know it is what it is. One match that I think had too much time was Triple H versus Batista. Oh boy, way too much time. Longest yes. match of the night. Longest match of the night. Five minutes almost. Just under. Dude. Was that this match? Was it? Was is it the match total or is it the match plus the entrances? Um, all it all it tells me is the time yeah, of the match. Because I feel like I feel like with entrances and everything, it was way more than twenty five minutes. Way too long, I think. And Batista botched the entrance. Like, oh like, my god! Like, yeah. And the internet fucking flew on that real instantly. Quick, dude. Instantly. Well, at least he went back in and and, and kind of played it off. He yeah, he, he went he went back and stopped hands with the fans. Came back in, did it a second time, and didn't botch. And that's why I think Batista's the shit. He, he he plays to the crowd. He, he plays, plays it. to the internet. He knows. He so. he plays to being a wrestler and like he knows you know what to do for a crowd, and he got rid of that shitty ass fucking belly button tattoo, <laughs> and now he has two little crows and I, it's a skull and it's I'll a take two it. two. I'll and take it. I don't it. know what that means. Any guys? But it looks cool. Two is is the area code for Washington D.C. I think so. Hey, I'll That's take it. He's from, from, he's from D.C. I'll take it more than a dolphin. I'll take it. I'll take anything. And he could have put fucking a baby jerking himself off on that fucking <laughs> Whoa. On his belly button, and I would have been down with it because it was way better than fucking dolphin. And, and he got his nose piercing, like you said, he got nose piercing pulled out. Uh, you know, gimmick. gimmick. Yeah. That, that was, was pretty brutal, honestly. That did way too damn long. But let's move on long. to the, what do you guys think about the main event? Main event, dude. This is the main the, event. The finish was lackluster. Sloppy, sloppy. I, yeah. Uh, but I'm glad again, that Becca Lynch got her fucking moment. She dude. got her moment. She got her win. I think the right call. I feel like this happened for a reason with the, with the win. Gotta go, guys. Sorry. It, it, it went... It, I think it went that way where it, uh, it kind of was a lackluster finish. And even Ronda was like, what the hell happened? What the hell happened? She didn't understand the reason why she had lost the match. But I think they're, they're going somewhere with it, obviously. Th th this keeps Ronda strong. If, if, if it had been like a classic, like, 
big move, one, two, three, with the yeah. crowd counting. It would not have kept Ronda as strong. Yeah. This way, she, you know, look, she can go off and have her family, come back maybe the Royal Rumble next year or whatever, or WrestleMania next year. It still keeps her super strong. Absolutely. Yeah. If, if, if Ronda would have tapped out clean like that, like, it, it would have kind of killed it. But they can still go because it was kind of a fluke win. Or at least yeah. have Charlotte tap instead. That's what I was yeah. thinking. I was thinking like Charlotte was going to be the one that was going to. Yeah, you know, but a quick roll up the way that they ended uh, WrestleMania, um, everyone wins. I everyone mean, wins because they can keep this shit going. This match, it, 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 the momentum was picking up so perfectly, and it, we were all. It on started the, slow. Yeah, it started really slow, and we were all on the edge of our seats, you know, looking at this match and you know cheering on Becky, but then all of a sudden it just kind of. A roll up and then she lost and then that was and then Becky yeah. won. It was yeah. kind I, of I weird. Didn't, I didn't see that coming at all. Not at all. The 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 result was the right result. Um, you know, maybe a little bit Given. of question, questionable means about how they got there at the end of the day. But I, where, uh, as far as WrestleManias go, where does this rank on the pantheon of, as far as WrestleManias are concerned, where does this rank for you guys? It it's not thirty. Thirty was a like a benchmark. I feel like yeah. I think 30, in the modern era, in the modern era, modern era, era, yeah. I I think 30 was a great WrestleMania. This is a great WrestleMania, given that I feel like a lot of the feuds were shoehorned and there was no story to them. But the main stories, especially the Shane Miz, the Daniel Bryan, uh, Kofi Kingston, and this were uh, the main event were the big highlights of the of the night for sure. Yeah. I mean, the fact that they put Brock and Seth out first because they knew it wasn't as strong as those other storylines were. Right. Yeah. They, 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 they knew. It was, it was great. I mean, I, I think that with the amount of matches that it had, with the amount of, like, how long this fucking WrestleMania was, we've been long. sitting here since 3 o'clock. But did it feel like it was a long show? For me, I felt like I was expecting more. It, it did leave me wanting more, and I felt like, but to be honest with you. The best wrestling does. Yeah. It, it, it makes you want more. And and right after the Kofi match, we said, that could be the end of it. I could have went home with that. For this. sure. It was great. That, that would have been a great And that should have been the way, it, uh, to me, in my opinion, I think that's how WrestleMania should have ended with Kofi being on top. That should have been, um, but definitely. But this was the women's night, and if it they, was, there was never ever. I, I mean, this is just hindsight. This is just me. This is hindsight. Me talking about the main event, like yeah, the right call was made to have the women go. But as far as like who had the better ending, Kofi, Kofi did, did have the better ending. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That felt it. Yeah, like like we said, it felt like the end. Like that should have been the end. Um, it was a feel good Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 30. I mean, a- as we've been saying throughout this f- this feud, I mean that was. There's so many parallels to be drawn between uh, this moment for Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan's moment at Wrestle, WrestleMania 30. Um, the f- the feel goodness of it, that reveal of the new belt um, and the shirts. I mean, it it was fantastic. Yeah. Match of the night, moment of the night, and, and for not, sure. And not just that match. I feel like this card has a lot of sim- had a lot of similarities to WrestleMania 30. I mean, they, it had nothing like, but feel good like, moments. Like, like Hogan. How, how Hogan did walk run? out. Remember when Hogan walked out? Yeah, right at the beginning. <laughs> that yeah. was kind of weird. For and sure. like, Alexa, Alexa Bliss had nothing to do with the show at all. She, she did not. No, she was supposed to be. She just you know, announced Hulk Hogan. Hogan came out, and he botched the name of the stadium. Again, again, again. The MetLife like Center. Do, do you think that was intentional? 
You know what? The WrestleMania 30 was five years ago. It was a five-year anniversary of that. So he did. maybe he did, but I think he might have worked himself into a shoot on that one, brother. And then he said, <laughs> brother. Um, but overall, WrestleMania 35, a great success. I... This is the thing with wrestling fans and, and, and with us in general, we are very uh, critical of the product, but they always fucking deliver at WrestleMania. It's not the G1 Supercard. No. It's not NXT, but it's a great fucking show. And like I said, when it the, the whole show ended, I was like, wait, that's it? Like, I thought there was going to be more because we had a great time watching it. We were thoroughly Sports entertained the whole time. Popping our tits off. Definitely. And I think that, uh, I mean, if I had to give this a, you know, a star rating, like, you know, Mr. Uh, uh, What's his name? Meltzer. Meltzer. I would give this a a straight four out of of five. It was great. Like, it had its moments. Uh, There was a lot of faces winning this. And uh, what I, there weren't very many heels, but it was great. I mean, it was fucking great. I will say this. All of the right people... One with very few exceptions, Roman Reigns and yeah. uh, Barry Corby. Yeah, and and also the the women's uh, tag team champion. To be yeah. honest, I didn't think they were gonna um, pull off all three major title changes. I I thought I was thinking one of them was gonna was gonna keep the belt, i.e. Brock, but they did surprise us, and it was a good, it was a good surprise. But I just again, like I said, like my thing about the those the top belts is that they should be treated as they're in the main event, even though they're not gonna be the last match. Put them near the main event. That way, they mean something. Yeah, they they, they none they were all these these were all done before the middle of the ma- like the middle of uh, WrestleMania. So by the time middle of WrestleMania came, there was there was nothing like there was no other belts. Nothing. Yeah, like that was it. A- as it does every single year, this should feel like look the season finale of the entire last year from the last. This WrestleMania is the board. Super Bowl for right. nerds. Yep. Yep, yeah. exactly. So we're starting tomorrow a new season hey, I of wrestling. I can't wait for Raw tomorrow because not only do we have Raw and SmackDown, which are the biggest Raw and SmackDown of the year, but we have the international draft coming. And then we have Fox coming in in October, and there's going to be so much shit going on. I want to thank all of you listeners for not only supporting our podcast, but for supporting pro wrestling in general and i want to thank you guys for watching wrestlemania and tuning in to this very special um uh, very special show this extra show for the put me over podcast and I'm, i know there's a lot of podcasts and youtube channels that probably cover the same shit but we want to thank you guys especially because we are the new 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 world order of professional podcasting and we will see you next week